Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. The Mark Cox Morning Show is brought to you by Thomas Helbig and Bob Kershaw with the Retirement Advisory Group, retirementkey.com. The Mark Cox Morning Show. I want to compliment you showing how fair and level-headed everything you guys talk about. Who is this guy? He's saying what we've been saying forever. Maybe what we need from a conservative standpoint is... The Mark Cox Morning Show. I respect that. We don't agree. Listen to both sides. This... Let's get it on. ...is the Mark Cox Morning Show. Happy Friday morning to you. Welcome into the Mark Cox Morning Show. And uh, in here along with Kim St. Ange, Ethan Bright is on the board this morning. And uh, Carl Middleman has this Friday uh, doing something else. Uh, <laughs> he's actually moving shifts this afternoon, if you can believe it. He gets to work uh, basically an afternoon shift um, helping out the Mark Reardon show this afternoon. Can you believe they robbed me to help out Mark Reardon? How what dare is going they? on? around here he was actually the last resort so <laughs> who ridden or, or carl or, oh, carl was carl the was the last one asked to do this because everybody else was busy i'm teasing obviously no, yeah but we we had a little staffing uh, uh crisis and uh they need the reardon show is going to be live at a fish fry i believe in cottleville tonight yeah they had to cancel it last week because of the weather on friday when it snowed and i think now they're going to be out in cottleville tonight which means sue thomas going to be eating good that's all I can say. I've never been to a fish fry before, but I would love really? to go. I, I got to tell you, we've we've had our favorites over the years. We used to go to one up in North County when when my in laws were uh, still living up there that that w- we just loved. And now we we live out in West County, and we we've uh, got a couple. There are a couple of parishes out there that make some fantastic fish. 
Um, we we've been to St. Albans before. St. I think St. Francis of Assisi out there, where which is they both happen to be close to our house. But I, you know, I'm not Catholic, but I certainly enjoy uh, the great food that they pump out at these fish fries. And oh, I bet we're always happy to uh, to go. And what a difference in the weather today versus last Friday! Wow. And here's the best thing. My cell phone is working this morning. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was like, well, I think I was driving home from work. So maybe it was like 11, 11 something. And I noticed it came back on. I, I still I, I happened to um, have emceed an event yesterday. I, I got to go give a speech to a bunch of members of, uh, of law enforcement. Right. And they, there were people representing a variety of different law enforcement agencies around the area, like all over the greater St. Louis area. Uh, and during my the opening statements, I'm like, I, I have a question for you. Does Has anybody in here heard anything about what happened with the cell phones today? And nobody, I mean, even in among law enforcement, and there were some, a couple of federal uh, folks there too, nobody knew anything about what had happened yesterday. Now, this was noon, roughly. So then late last night, they start telling us that this was a, software glitch of some sort that affected primarily AT&T, but somehow spread to a couple of the other carriers when people try to call people who were in the other carriers. Because I'm not AT&T. I'm T-Mobile, I guess, but because yours they didn't... bought Sprint. Mine was not having issues in the morning initially, and then it did. I did have that SOS yeah. notification. I see a lot of people saying this was a test, and they're saying that Elon Musk was suggesting it was a test. I, I tell you one thing that it it was. I don't know. I haven't the federal government has denied at this point. The FBI is looking into it, apparently. The federal government has denied that that it had anything to do with some kind of foreign hacking. So I'll take them at their word on that. I, I, I'm not questioning in this particular statement. Uh, I'm not in this particular case. I'm not questioning whether or not they wouldn't lie to us about that because I think that they would if they felt it was going to cause mass panic or if they were investigating the possibility that it was a hack and they didn't want the hackers to know that, I could see them not coming out and saying, we're pretty sure this was China. I, I, I can understand that. Uh, but if you look at if, if you look closely at what happened. Even um, Governor DeSantis in Florida pointed this out yesterday. He's like, OK, well, let's assume this was just a software glitch. We know the United States is vulnerable to a whole bunch of things, including like an EMP, which is a electromagnetic pulse attack, which would basically kill everything electronic in the United States if it happened. If somebody That's a scary if somebody exploded a nuclear weapon in the atmosphere above the United States, it would fry all the electrical circuits. Think how freaked out you were yesterday when your cell phone didn't work for five hours. I mean, think about that. No, I know. If everything was down. I sent Kim a, a meme yesterday. It was a it was a picture of the setting of Little House on the Prairie, and it said how all AT&T customers felt yesterday morning. Yeah, I saw a friend <laughs> post that same picture, and she's like, all right, cell phones are down. Let's go churn butter. Yeah. I mean, if it, would, it just gave you maybe a taste, maybe a taste of of discomfort. Think if it was more widespread than that. That was just one carrier affected about, they said, about 2 million customers across the country. I mean, the the the, the outages seemed to affect a lot of cities. I can't believe it was only 1.7 million people. 
uh, but we'll see. Uh, so, so far as we know, everything's working again this morning. If we get any more information on that, we'll let you know. I promise you that. Uh, Ethan, let's get to the shortlist, please. The Mark Cox Shortlist. How do you win your first state? I mean, it's amazing to say I haven't won a state yet. <clears throat> You've only had three states that have voted. Well, it's not amazing. We need South to go Carolina's ahead and let winner states... take all. <laughs> Thank you for pushing back a little bit on that, Faulkner, uh, right? I mean, Harris Faulkner on Fox is like, no, 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 wait a minute. It's not amazing to say you haven't won a state yet. You haven't won a state yet. What we can confirm, without a doubt, is our equipment is on the surface of the moon, and we are transmitting. Wasn't that awesome? Did you see? Did you go even go back and watch the? I wanted to watch it live, and then I forgot, so I went back and watched the clip. We're back on the moon, baby! It took it took a private company to do it, but we're there. We put a man on the moon. You know, we we make Teslas. We do all this. We all ought to be able to have, make a voting machine that everybody believes in. <laughs> RFK Jr. there commenting, uh, it's it's kind of strange to hear Kennedy talking about us being on the moon again, isn't it? Uh, but he, 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 all, he compares it to the fact that if we have the technology to do that again, we should be able to make a voting machine everybody believes in. Even RFK doesn't believe in them. We have somebody that is actually putting our country in tremendous danger. Yeah, uh, obviously, President Trump is talking about Joe Biden there, as you could uh, you could tell. We heard <laughs> if you heard if you heard him out speaking. Yeah, he he was actually get this now. He was doing an interview with one of our sister stations uh, in South Carolina. So I I just got to tell you, I have I have tried and tried and tried and tried over the years to get an interview with <laughs> with Donald Trump on this radio station. He does not do local media. He must have had some sort of a well, personal connection to somebody in there. No, right? I I think it maybe, but I also think it's the South Carolina primary. So this guy is in South Carolina. He if if the Missouri primary was a big deal uh, right now, maybe we'd have a chance of getting him. I, I think his media people made him available to this guy. I've never heard uh, the guy's name. His name was uh, Charlie James. On a 98.9, the word in South Carolina. So he did do an interview, a local radio interview down there in South Carolina. Um, quite frankly, he's up by, I even heard the mainstream media report this morning. He's up in the latest polling by 25 points. Mm-hmm. Well, we know it's probably 35 if you if you look at it. Um, he probably didn't need to do this interview, but but he did it. It's given us hope. I'm going to put out my feelers again and see. We do have a caucus coming up on March 2nd. Maybe I could say, "Hey, Missouri's in the running here. We got we got a caucus coming up. We're gonna we're gonna all go caucus for you." Maybe he'll do an interview with. Will us. Nikki Haley still be in the race come Super Tuesday? <laughs> good. I, I. It's a good question. I don't know. Are, are you asking me? Well, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there because she seems pretty adamant that she's not dropping out. But, of course, everyone says that. And then after you see the results, it's like, okay, yeah, well, I'm out. Y- yeah, and and here's the thing about that. If you, if you didn't uh, hear her yesterday, every day that she gets near a TV camera, she she doubles down even more than she did the day before. It it The disturbing part about it is it's Chris Christie-esque. Is is that the right word to use there? I mean, she says she says this yesterday that 
Mark my words. She, this is on with Jake Tapper. If Donald Trump gets in the general election, he will not win the general election. Listen to her. Hold on here. Tell all Republicans and anybody, independents as well, anybody that's voting in those primaries is if you want a change in our country, which I think the entire country wants a change, we won't get a change if we don't win an election. Donald Trump will not win the general election. You can you can have him win any primary you want. He will not win a general election. I disagree with that. Every day she doubles down more on that message. Now, if you are somebody who wants a Republican to be president, you make calculations at this point. You've lost every primary. You've come in third in a couple of them. You came in second to nobody uh, in one of them in Nevada. You're about to get your butt kicked in your home state where you were a governor for two two terms. You make a political calculation at that point. Okay, I'm going to hang around through Super Tuesday, but you don't have to continue to stick daggers in the back of the person who will be the Republican nominee for president unless your ultimate goal is simply to damage him as much as you can now because when you drop out on uh, the day after Super Tuesday, it's not to drop out of the race, but to run as an independent on this no labels party. I see that coming. There's no other reason it would benefit her to say these things. Saying these things is not going to win this race for her. It's also not going to make her a VP pick for right. him. Right. I, I would agree. All right. I'm getting the signal from Ethan over there. We're going to take a quick break here. We are going to get to our national anthem, and we're back in just a few minutes. Kim on a whim at the bottom of the hour. Stay tuned. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. ridiculous that the new york times fact checked joe biden on something claire mccaskill <laughs> that is the that is a 
former senator of the United States, now just a shill on MSNBC in the morning. And it really it's embarrassing to watch her sometimes the way she gets on there and sucks up to Joe Scarborough. I, I just have to tell you, she was on there yesterday making the argument that she's she's lucky enough to get to travel around the world. And when she travels around the world, people say to her, you're. We, we see how great things are in the United States. The, what? The economy's great. And, no and one would say we've that. We've got the best technology in the entire world, and you've got the best military in the entire world. Please tell us you're not going to elect him again, are you? You're not going to elect Trump again, are you? I mean, she just went on and on and on, and you can see Scarborough and, and uh, his wife in the background nodding like they, they're, they're, just, they're hearing the same thing from all of their, their elite friends across Europe. There's no way you're going to reelect Trump, right? I mean, it, th- this is what she said right before she launched into the, into the whole uh, uh, bit there on how you can't Apparently, she's mad because somebody in the New York Times fact-checked Joe Biden on something. Now, they have been fact-checking Donald Trump since the minute he rode down the escalator at Trump Tower in 2015. Uh, she doesn't think they do it enough. Listen. So the only blemish on the great country of America worldwide is, in fact, Donald Trump. And can I make a suggestion? I move that every newspaper in America quits doing any fact checks on Joe Biden until they fact check Donald Trump every morning on the front page. It is ridiculous yeah. that the New York Times fact checked Joe Biden on something. I mean, he vomits lies. Trump vomits lies. <laughs> what a stupid comment to make. I mean, how can you even say that with a straight face? I was watching the, a headline on Fox this morning. The, the, they were interviewing Putin, and Putin's like, yeah, I'd prefer for Joe Biden to stay president. Well, yeah, I'm not shocked. You He's think? a puppet. Of course you want him to remain president. Yeah. Trump's not going to let the crap you're doing stand. He's not going to put up with your shenanigans. Biden can't even form a sentence. He has no choice but to put up with them. <laughs> well, the, the the Biden is the choice of dictators everywhere. Yeah. And for people that for, here's the transcript for people that didn't hear that soundbite. Listen, we recently talked and you asked me who we prefer as the future president of the United States. I said that we will work with any president. But I believe that for us, for Russia, Biden is more preferable. Biden, uh, bully. That should be a campaign <laughs> ad for, for Donald for Trump. Trump. This is who the dictators <laughs> want. The Dictator's Choice Award goes to Mr. Joe Biden. Well, and here's the thing. I mean, first of all, of course, because he would also prefer Barack Obama to be president again because Obama let him walk into Crimea. Biden let him walk into Ukraine. And while Biden's trying to sanction him and trying to send money to Ukraine, he knows that Donald Trump wouldn't put up with his his crap, number one. But I also think Putin is very smart and he's very tactile and he knows that this is going to damage Joe Biden. He knows that endorsing Joe Biden will damage Joe Biden. I, I believe that he did that on purpose. Just to, just to stick a knife in Joe Biden's ribs and twist it a little bit of the left. I, I, I do believe that. Uh, oh, I think I think for Russia, much better for Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen to the end again where he actually says Biden and then speaks in Russian. Biden is more preferable. Biden, uh, bully. Biden, bully. I don't know what that means, but 
Uh, that's what he said. <laughs> Coming up, Kim on a whim in just a couple of minutes. A little later, we're going to talk to uh, Missouri Secretary of State Andrew Bailey and get him in here and ask him what in the world is going on out in the Wentzville School District. That's at about 720. We'll be right back. Kim on a whim. We've been talking today and yesterday about this widespread cell phone outage that affected, I guess it sounds like primarily AT&T users but I have like I said I have T-Mobile and I was affected for part of the day but it just goes to show you like there's just some weird stuff happening Francis Howell school districts had to go virtual two days this week they're back in class today and yesterday but apparently didn't have internet and the reason that they said that they needed to go virtual was because of security concerns because I guess they have fobs and other things that would require that usage and then they weren't able to do it effectively or making sure that the doors were secure anyway a lot of stuff is going on. So there are those popular cameras, Wise. Now, I have not used Wise. I've used Ring in the past, but I know that's one of the brands that you can get at, like, Walmart, Amazon. It's like 20 bucks that people are, in, people are installing either on the outside of their home or more and more I've seen actually people on the inside of their home installing these cameras. And there was some sort of a situation. There was an outage for them last week. And as they were trying to restore the camera feeds, there was some sort of a security issue that allowed about 13,000 of their customers to receive these thumbnail images of of home surveillance that was not their home. So 15 or so hundred, just over 1,500 people supposedly clicked on them. and, And a handful of them were able to actually peek in live to, to somebody else's house. Homes. And this is not certainly the first time this has happened. I mean, <sighs> we have we have heard about issues with this happening. Uh, I mean, quite a lot, to be honest. In fact, I remember when my husband and I were looking at which sort of a baby monitor we wanted. Mm-hmm. You can get the one. I don't know if it's called closed circuit. You probably know better than I do. But the one where you can like tap it, it uses Wi-Fi and you can like look it up on your phone if you're, say, out to dinner. Mm-hmm. And you're sure. like, oh, how's he sure. doing? We opted to not do that one because we were told that those are much more susceptible to hackers getting into them. And I don't want some freak hacking into my son or future other child's room, ring camera, or whatever kind of camera we went with. Do you remember this? Play this clip, um, Ethan. It's from 2019. It was this guy who was able to hack into this eight-year-old girl's room because she had a ring camera in it. Who is that? I'm your best friend. I'm Santa Claus. Mommy! I'm I'm Santa Claus. Don't you want to be my best friend? How creepy is that? Is that her screaming for mommy? Yeah, Yeah. that's her screaming for mommy. And the guy's just like taunting, just being so weird. Did they arrest this freak? I think they did get that guy. I mean, this is like years ago. So this, like I said, this is like not new, but it there's just a lot happening. And this wise camera situation where a bunch of people were able to peek into other people's homes and watch the live feed is yet another example of why so, I'm very reluctant to get these cameras inside my home. So so many years ago, we we joined this parents group uh, when I, when our, all of our older kids were, were really young. And uh, we all used to hang out together and socialize, right? And there was one guy in the group who was this, he, he at the time you would have referred to him as some sort of a conspiracy nut. Um, not, not anymore, but that's the point of the story. I remember going to a bar and we're all out there hanging out. The girls are hanging out over here. The guys are hanging out over here. And this guy proceeds to tell us that he has gone into his attic and lined the, the roof 
with aluminum foil because he's convinced the government is trying to listen in to his house from space. And we all just kind of gave each other the side eye and kind of laughed and rolled our eyes and kind of and kind of laughed about it. And fast forward 30 years where if you have an Alexa device in your house or you have a smartphone, uh, it's listening to every word you say. Well, yeah, because the advertisements pop up on my social media like within 20 minutes of me talking about it. Yes, I need a new vacuum cleaner. Okay, I don't need a new vacuum cleaner, but I bet you anything I'm going to get advertisements for a vacuum cleaner later on today. Right, right. So, so. Think of the days when the government might have wanted to listen in on you and didn't really have the technology to do it. Today, we buy devices and place them in our house for them and for other people who have nefarious intentions, which which is the thing you have to worry about with these ring networks. Like we we have a camera that I bought and installed and immediately we started getting hammered with with uh, pitches to hook it into some network for the whole area next door or something like that. Yeah. We had people in the neighborhood who were sending us messages and pieces of mail trying to get us to link into this thing. And I'm thinking there's no way in hell I'm looking my, uh, you know, it records video. If something happens, I'll have access to that video. But I'm not sharing it with everyone mm-hmm. because I don't I don't want to risk something like you just mentioned. Why would you open yourself up to that? I don't understand that. Well, yeah, that's really popular because they're saying it's a crime-fighting tool. If you link your camera to the next door or whatever, like the neighborhood group thing, that like if something happens in the neighborhood, then they can tap into that and better solve the crime. But then remember Ring recently came out and was like, we're not turning over the video to police. I guess they would if there was like a subpoena or something or the homeowner said, yeah, you can have the video. But Ring can't, police can't just go to Ring anymore, it sounds like, and just get the video without the consent or something. Yeah. Oh, I can I can see that. I can understand that more than now that I've thought about it. For, li- um, for liability reasons, I can, right. I can see that. But yeah, uh, this whole thing yesterday should be a warning sign to you. I had conversations with with people yesterday about this. Um, Oddly, oddly, GPS still worked, right? Because of how GPS works. You you, it's just it's a geosynchronous satellite that floats above the United States and your phone connects to it and your map system can show you where you are on a superimposed map on your phone in the United States or wherever you are in the United States. Whether you have cell coverage or not, your GPS, if you can see the sky, your GPS will still tell you where you are, right? It's weird, but it works. Even even without your your cellular signal working yesterday, your GPS was still working. But in an EMP, that wouldn't be the case. And I am shocked, shocked. You have to tell me, Kim Sanders. Now, you worked in the television news business. Mm-hmm. I moved here in 1993 to work as a reporter. When I moved here... There was no GPS as for reporters. You had a street guide, a street map, right? And and every photographer had a box in their car with 25 of these individual maps for the St. greater St. Louis area, southern Illinois, Missouri. And if we were going out on the story, I was basically the navigator. Uh, the photographer was driving. I'm in the passenger seat with these maps telling us, turn here, take 270 to this road, turn north, blah, blah, blah. I'm guiding us in because that was before GPS. Today, people are 
they're 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 completely dependent on it in some cases. Yeah. My children, my children, when they started driving, did not know street names. Like I, I I'm like, okay, here's where you go. You go go down, you know, Manchester Road to New Ball and turn right. No, no, Dad, that's not helping me. What What do you mean? You know where Manchester is? I do, but I don't know what new. You ball. know what? I guarantee they didn't you, know they street want, names. They're going to want to be like you're going to see a Wendy's <laughs> on your right. Once you pass the Wendy's, turn right. That's New Baldwin. See, so that was <laughs> foreign to me. And within within a six months of working in this market, I knew St. Louis better than my wife did, who grew up here. No, I'm sure because, because you're forced to learn it. You were forced to learn it with these maps. So we've so moved away from that. I agree. Imagine I mean, think for about a phone moment. numbers, though. No one knows any phone numbers unless it's the same yes. number you've had forever. Everyone just knows them because you just type in the name. I can remember my childhood phone number, five five one three. It'll come to me in a minute. Oh my gosh! I, I had it in my head. Um, he needs a bum bum. I, 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 I did. I can, I can remember my childhood phone number. I I couldn't tell you my mother's phone number mm-hmm. because we had to change her number last right. year because people were harassing her all the time, and I didn't know how to stop it. So we just changed the number. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but to your to your point, imagine what would happen if whatever happened yesterday was worse. That's the conversation I had. Mm-hmm. What if the cell phone networks had gone down? yesterday we need to have a, a class where we all learn how to drive with a map because i well, used to do map quest i remember printing out directions to yeah. map quest but that was awful trying to do that when you're driving yourself <laughs> but first of all moment to talk about this direction thing because men i'm going to pick on men for a second because men are just i, I think better at directions than women generally speaking it i didn't seems. say i did not say that <laughs> okay well i'll say it i'm not saying every woman i'm just saying that that's how I feel. And and people will tell me, okay, you're going to go north. Then you're going to go south. Then I'm like, just tell me left or right. Where, give me give me landmarks. Like, I, I'm not – if you start telling me how to get somewhere, I'm going to tune you out, and I'm just going to be like, I'm going to plug it in my GPS. My, but it is so funny when people want to tell you every single turn on how to get somewhere, and I'm like, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be courteous to you and listen, but I'm definitely not actually, like, soaking any of this in. My wife's favorite line is, North, south, east, west, just words. Yeah. Like, am I turning left? And everyone's like, well, it it matters which direction you're going. If you're going to go left or I'm like, then give me landmarks. Again, like I was saying earlier with your daughter, if I see a Wendy's, turn left at the Taco Bell, Kim. My oldest is really, she got, she kind of got my sense of direction. My youngest did not. Um, My son has even struggled with it a little bit, but he's, he's better than average. And my wife goes to AAA. And gets triptychs. Sue Thomas has heard me complain, laugh about this before. If she's going on a trip somewhere, despite the fact that she has GPS, she makes me drive to AAA, stand in line behind a bunch of people much older than me, and get triptychs for her. So she has a hard copy with her of where she's going with a line on through it and an arrow. And she wants it positioned so it's pointing straight ahead of her. So as she turns the page, she knows where she's – that's just – how her brain works. Yeah, my mom right? does something similar. She likes to have the printout still. <laughs> if if the cell phone actually went out in this country, everybody would be rushing. The, the line would be out the door at AAA and everywhere else to buy maps. Yeah. If you don't have maps, this is the conversation I had yesterday. If you If you do not have a map in your car, it might not be a bad idea. I'm not telling you have to be a prepper. To go find one and stick it in the dash. The problem is if people don't know how to read it, what good does it do? (laughs) 
I hadn't even thought of that. So I agree with that in theory, but people need to understand how to even use it. If you don't know where you are on the map, it doesn't do yeah. you any good. Where am I? Well, then we can't help you. So oh. maybe they're a lost cause. We are doomed. I'm not saying I'm much better either. I could probably navigate my way around a map, but let me just tell you, I'd be sitting in a parking lot for a very long time well, trying to navigate that. Here, here's what you need to do. Instead of that, go go buy yourself a flare gun. And then you can fire it off in the air and tell people to look for it. Thank so they you. Can I like that you. idea. You so don't get I'm a saying? map in your car. Get some flares in your car and put those puppies in your trunk. Oh my goodness! What one? Of, I, I'll tell this real quick because we're we're we've run over a little bit. But speaking of directions, when I and Sue Thomas, are you are you on the are you listening to this right now? Oh, I'm listening. Oh my God! We I when I started working at Channel Four, one of my favorite people down there was was a, a gentleman who immigrated here from Russia. Still Norm. lives in, still lives in the area. Naum. Naum. And uh, still lives in the area. And he, obviously, English at that point was a very new language for him. He immigrated to this country. He got naturalized under the arch like in the mid-70s sometime. Yeah. But the, but the time I worked with him, uh, he was still, uh, he was he, he spoke much better English. But when he first got here to Channel 4, so they send him out on a story. He gets hired as a photographer. They send him out on a story. We have we have radios in the car back then because you didn't have cell phones and uh, he got lost. He couldn't find where he was. <laughs> oh and no! He calls in. He goes, "It's now I'm lost." And they're like, "All right, now look around and tell us what you see." And his favorite line was, "I see arch," <laughs> <laughs> which you can see for 25 miles in any yeah, direction. What does that which tell you? you? No oh, good that's whatsoever. Adorable. <laughs> Wait, Kim Sanons, I have a question for you. Are you looking at me? Ready. What direction am I pointing? Uh, that would be east. Good job. Thank See, you. See, you do know that. You were I had just to think me. about it, though, for a second. You were, just think, you were just kidding me. All right. My wife wouldn't be able to tell me that. I just thought. <laughs> you know how I know that? Because I'm like, okay, he's pointing in the direction of Illinois toward the arch. That's <laughs> nice. east. Nice. Uh, I'm, I'm just kidding you. I just wonder, because my wife, uh, you could put. A paper bag over her head and turn her in a circle three times and she couldn't point east, north, west, south. I'm telling gone. you, it's hard. I struggle with that. I mean, if obviously, like, you know, when you're going on the interstate, you know which direction you're going. But once I get off the interstate, if I don't like if I'm going west on the interstate and I have to turn a certain direction, I'm like, OK, well, I know which one I'm going based off that direction. But once I have to make another turn, now you've lost me. Let's face it. Interstate 270 is one of the most jacked up roads in the area. Because at various points on it, because it's a circle, it'll say 270 west when you're actually going south, uh, or or you'll say 270 north when you're actually going west. I mean, it, it because it's a circle, it's very confusing for for if you're driving on that to suddenly be able to look up and automatically know which direction you're going if you're not mm -hmm. from here. That's very confusing. I'll I'll, uh, I'll give you that for sure. Hey, uh, let me mention here real quick that. Coming up on the, the 18th of March, we're doing a Save Our Schools rally. Starting next week, we're going to have on local school board candidates who will be endorsed in my voter guide. I want to tell you that we we're going to have that rolling out here in the next week or so. And uh, on uh, Tuesday, we're going to start having some candidates on the show to talk about why they're running for school board and how important this is. So put that on your schedules for March 18th. We're going to do it out in St. Charles. Uh, location to be announced shortly, uh, and we're, it's for, for school board candidates from all over the area. 
Uh, last year we did one in Chesterfield Valley. This time we're going to do one in St. Charles County, but it's also going to be for any St. Louis County uh, candidates who are running and uh, who we are uh, uh, backing for local school boards. Very important election coming up here in April, and uh, I probably haven't we probably haven't talked enough about it. We are going to focus on it a little bit this morning with uh, Secretary of State Andrew Bailey because he's in the middle of suing the Wentzville School District for uh, basically a sunshine law violation, but talking about transgender bathroom policies and allegedly behind closed doors. And yesterday he issued another letter to the superintendent out there. So we're going to talk to Andrew Bailey at about 720 about that. And then we got Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe, who's running for governor, is going to join us in the 8 o'clock hour, about 820. We'll be back in just a minute. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.